Heavenly Father, thank you for this Sunday. I pray right now that you would decrease me and increase you. Give me the Holy Spirit that I would be able to relay your truth and your word from a place of love and edification. Help me to inspire every listener. Help me to sow a seed on good ground. Help your children be receptive to the truth that you are shedding light as it pertains to them and their situation. All these things I say in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. All right, beloveds. So what I'm going to read to you right now, because it is Sunday, Let's call it Super Savior Sunday. (laughs) I am going to read a bit of Ecclesiastes 5 to you. In particular, I'm going to read chapter 5, verses 8 through 18. So have some patience and tune in with your heart to what God is relaying to you. Now, this is not the King James Version. I wanted to give you another version today. I think this is the Zanderbahn. It's entitled, Riches Are Meaningless. This particular passage, again, that's Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verses 8 through 18. If you see the poor oppressed in a district and justice and rights denied, do not be surprised at such things. For one official is eyed by a higher one, and over them both are others higher still. The increase from the land is taken by all. The king himself profits from the fields. Whoever loves money never has money enough. Whoever loves wealth is never satisfied with his income. This too is meaningless. As goods increase, so do those who consume them. And what benefit are they to the owner except to feast his eyes on them? The sleep of a laborer is sweet, whether he eats little or much. But the abundance of a rich man permits him no sleep. I have seen a grievous evil under the sun, wealth hoarded to the harm of its owner, or wealth lost through some misfortune, so that when he has a son, there is nothing left for him. Naked a man comes from his mother's womb, and as he comes, so he departs. He takes nothing from his labor that he can carry in his hand. This, too, is a grievous evil. As a man comes, so he departs. And what does he gain since he toils for the wind? All his days he eats in darkness with great frustration, affliction, and anger. 
Then I realized that it is good and proper for a man to eat and drink and to find satisfaction in his toilsome labor under the sun during the few days of his life that God has given him. For this is his lot. Moreover, when God gives any man wealth and possessions and enables him to enjoy them, to accept his lot and be happy in his work, this is a gift of God. He seldom reflects on the days of his life because God keeps him occupied with gladness of heart. Okay, so what I want to go over there is that last verse. Let's read that again. Verse 18 in chapter 5 of Ecclesiastes. Then I realized that it is good and proper for a man to eat and drink and to find satisfaction in his toilsome labor. Let's stop right there. So, our lot in life, our purpose is our labor, our labor of love. And when I say love, feel free to incorporate God instead. (laughs) Because God is love. So if you love your labor, then you can love your life because our labor is our lot. It's why we are here, our service the work of our hands. It is essential, my friends, that you love your life, which means that you have to love your service. You have to love your work, the labor of your hands, because truly that's about 70% of life, right? (laughs) And I'm saying that based off of the general work week, five days of work, two days of rest for most people at least. So that equates to about 70, 80% labor. So if you don't love your lot in life, if you don't love what you're doing, then you're missing the point. We're not supposed to be here just to chase the bag because you can do anything to make money, absolutely anything. But if you don't love it and you invest 80% of your life doing it just to accumulate that, which is definitely going to another person at some point or it will perish, then what are we here for? What are we doing? Let's not waste our time. Let's not waste our days. How many times have you had a job and you just did it for the money? Somebody said something and they motivated you because everyone has that side of them that idolizes the accumulation instead of the dispensation, right? We want to acquire, but we're not necessarily eager to give. I want you to be so in love with giving as it pertains to your labor, the work of your hands, that you are excited 
to serve others. You are excited to do that thing that you were called to do every single day, that assignment. It's not about an eight to five. It's about your intention, your soul purpose. Because here's the thing, when you love your lot, when you love your work, you are sharing God with the world. And when you do that, you empower yourself. Here's the thing. When we love what we do, when we honor what we do, how we serve our king, right? You're not working for that paycheck. You're working to honor God. How does that change your perspective? When you work from that place, how can I love my community? How can I love the people of the kingdom? with my labor, with the work of my hands and the tenacity in my heart and the zeal that is placed within my spirit to do good deeds. When you find that thing, you have found a love of life. You have found something that's going to inspire you and refine you as you sow your seed of excellence into the world. How many times are you in church or maybe you listen to a a certain gospel song, praise music, and you're in that spirit, in that energy of love. And in praising God, you build up yourself. You feel serene. There is ataraxy from mind to body to spirit. You are at peace. You are enthusiastic. You are in love with that moment of praise. That is how you should feel when you are working. My goodness. Because when you emit love in what you do, you are sharing God and that will keep you inspired. That will sustain you in the hard times. So what I want to challenge you to do today is really just evaluate your labor. Because it is your lot in life. It is your life. Evaluate. Assess the work of your hands. Is this thing that you are distributing this purpose, this assignment, this task, the energy that you are pouring into your labor, is it for love or is it for money? Ask yourself that. Because if it's for love, my goodness, you are serving God because God is love. And when you serve God, He will bless you. He will give you a manifold return because you are allowing him to work through you, to access you, to improve the kingdom. It is a blessing to be a blessing. Do you love what you do? And if you don't, that's okay, boo. 
There's always tomorrow for you. Find something. Look within yourself. This is a journey about self-discovery. What is your lot in this life? If there was no money, no currency, no greenbacks, no quan, (laughs) and all you had to do to survive was to do what you loved every single day, what would that thing be? Find that, my friends, and it will change your life. Now, with that said, I hope you enjoyed that passage. I hope you took something from that. Because our days are truly numbered. So let's not work from a space of the ego. Let's not labor to accumulate. Let us exert our energy into that which inspires and uplifts us. Because when we are in love with what we are doing, we are sharing the very grace of God with the world. Now with that said, I love you. And I want you to find your love too, boo. May your lot in life fulfill you. And God will always bless you in fitness, health, and in spiritual wealth. I am your girl, Belle Fit. And we are the Black Sheep Believers. I pray this word was sown on good soil. I'll talk to you soon. Ciao.